Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Kate Bowman, I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I, we work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. 
Uh, we are also the home of the Dream Manager Certification Program. So we actually certify Dream Managers, which is the best title ever. Um, and I love being part of this community. I love starting my day with hashtag rise and grind and, and really getting to hear uh, all of these incredible segments every single week. And I have the pleasure of being with you today. And the topic of the room, as we all know, is what you must know about business. What you must know about business. And when I think the first thing that comes to mind about business is the best businesses in the world they're really good at the fundamentals. They're really good at it. When we see those companies that do really well, we have to build a solid foundation if we want to grow. And so they master the basics. And of course, we all want to learn and grow and, and new strategies and implement new things. But man, we do have to remember getting back to the basics. So I used to belong to EO, which is Entrepreneur Organization, and it's a really incredible community of entrepreneurs and all different industries and businesses, and we would meet regularly to talk about our businesses and how to grow and scale and, and even exit, should you choose to do that. And we would use Vern Harnish's book, Scaling Up. Scaling Up, it's, the, it's a book, and we use it as a resource to guide us when we would have our quarterly meetings. We called them our quarterly days. And in the book, Vern lays out the four areas of business that we should focus on in order to grow and scale. And those four areas are people, strategy, execution, and cash. And we've talked about all of these things today in some way or another. And during this segment, I wanna, I'm going to focus on people, specifically the culture and we need great people on our team. If we're gonna grow and scale a business, we need to have great leadership. We need to have great people on our team. So how do you attract great people? You attract great people by creating a dynamic culture where people feel seen and valued and heard and supported. They believe in the mission and vision and values of the company and they're excited to be part of that organization. So Matthew Kelly wrote a book a couple years ago called the Culture Solution. It's called The Culture Solution. And in the book, he shares the six immutable principles of a dynamic culture. So there's six of them. Number one is make culture a priority. Number two is mission is king. Number three, over-communicate the plan. Number four, hire with rigorous discipline. Number five, let people know what you expect. And number six, grow your people by creating a coaching culture. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today, because when we create a coaching culture where people are coaching each other, they're lifting each other up, they're helping each other grow and get better, that's when we see that great culture. That's when we see people actually enjoy coming to work. And so people... How do you create great leaders? How do you create great leaders in an organization that actually care about helping to grow each other? Um, coaching is truly, it's the silver bullet of a dynamic culture. So Jim, uh, Jim Wooden, he said, a, a good coach can change a game. A great coach can change a life. Think about that. A good coach can, a great coach can change your life. And that's what we want to do as leaders. We want to really impact 
our people and our team's lives. So think about the leaders in your life. Think about the people that you've worked with, the leaders that you've had in your life. What did you love about them? What were those things that, that they did really, really well? And, and we, all have the, we all have something that we're thinking about. And then, and then you think about what are the things that they didn't do well, that you didn't like about some of those leaders. And we see that in, in all of the leaders that we've worked with. And so as you grow in your leadership, guess what you can do? You can do all of the things that you wrote down in that list of what you really appreciated about your leaders and then stop doing the things that you didn't love and appreciate about your leaders in leadership. You know, there's a big difference between managers and leaders. We manage things and we lead people. We lead people. People don't really need, yes, we need to be held accountable, but people actually don't need manager managers. They need coaches. They need leaders. They need people they can turn to and trust and feel like they have their back. And we can all do that. We can all do that for ourselves, for, for our team members, even for our family. We are all leaders. We can all get better at being, at being a great leader. Great coaches, they love coaching. They love coaching. And they also love being coached. That's what I love is that great leaders love being coached. And we see it here every day, right? We're all here. There's some incredibly successful people here on this stage right now. But we're always here because we can always get better. We can always grow. There's ways for us to grow. There's ways for us to coach people. And there's ways for people to coach us. And so today... Hey, I wanted to share 10 tips to becoming a great coaching leader. 10 tips to becoming a great coaching leader. So even if you don't manage the team today, you might in the future. But these tips, these tips are great in, in life, in relationships, in, in communicating with other people. So everyone can walk away becoming a better leader for their teams, for their business, and even just in their own life. Number one is to be honest. Be honest with people. We can't build a great culture if there's not trust. And if we're not honest with our people, we can't build trust. When you're leading, you don't have to tell every people everything, but we need to be honest about where we are in business. You know, what was so interesting about the pandemic and what happened last year in business, it was leaders had to go through a challenging time there were things that were happening in businesses and some people, we didn't know how to respond. We've never dealt with this before. And so when leaders can just be open and honest with their people, like, hey, we're navigating this. You know, some of our, some of our clients, they had, some, they had to have some difficult conversations with people and letting some people go, but, but being really honest with why that is and what was happening and what was going on. And what was so fascinating is how when the organizations that had so much trust in the leader, it was okay. In fact, some people, when they had to let people go during the pandemic, when it was time, when the time was right and they were getting back up and running, those people came back because there was trust there. There was honesty there. If we want to coach people, they need to trust us. We need to trust them. And the way to do that is to always be honest with our people. Number two, prioritize coaching. 
We need to prioritize coaching. Coaching isn't something that we say, oh, we're going to get to it later. And a lot of times people say, well, I don't have four hours. I don't have an hour every day. People think that, oh, coaching takes a lot of time, but it doesn't. Coaching happens every single day. It's every interaction we have with someone is an opportunity for us to coach them, to get better, to recognize them, to share with them something. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. That can help them grow. So if you have in your calendar, even just 20 minutes, five minutes here and there that you set up with your team, don't cancel those appointments. That's sending a message. Prioritize coaching. If you prioritize coaching, people are going to understand that it's important and they're going to get excited because they know that that coaching actually does help them grow. So prioritize coaching. Number three, connect with people. Connect with people. This is why I, I think it's so important for every leader to know their team's personality, how they work, how they do their best work, which is why I love all of these personality assessments, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, DISC, all, there's so many personality assessments. And if you work with, even if you just work with one person and you haven't taken a personality assessment yet, take that, talk about it with your team, connect with them, get to know how they communicate, how they navigate the world. It's so eye-opening, those, those assessments. My team, you know, I run a coaching oh. company, so my team is just obsessed with all, all that stuff. They could talk about that all day long. But it's so fascinating when you really start to connect with your people. You get to know uh, their personality style. You get to know about their, their dreams. Ask your people about their dreams, and nothing will get them more engaged. Nothing will get them more excited. And when you know about their dreams and you can actually ask them about their dreams, wow, you're building a relationship with this person. They believe you care about them. They believe that it's not just them and you expect them to come in and do the work. Obviously, they need to do that, but that you actually care about them as a human being. So connect with your people, get to know them. One of the things that I always ask my team before a meeting, I said, do you have everything you need to be successful? Do you have everything you need to do your best work. And the more that we can figure out how our team works, how they do their best work, when we understand that, the better a coach we can be because we understand them. We, we can navigate the communication with them much easier. Number four is prepare. Great leaders, they prepared. They're prepared to talk to their people especially when we have to have difficult conversations with people, especially when people might not be performing at their best and we have to have those sit-down conversations with them and try to coach them up. Prepare. Don't just go into a meeting and kind of wing it, but really understand and know what is it that you need to get across to your people. Great leaders, they have, they're super focused. They make decisions and they have clarity and they're great communicators. They communicate what needs to be communicated. 
And especially when we have those difficult conversations, we need to be prepared. We need to jot down what it is that we're saying, what we want that outcome of that conversation to be. And that takes some time. So prepare. Number five, explain the what and why of coaching. Explain the what and why of coaching. A.C. Benson said, people seldom refuse help if one offers it in the right way. A lot of times people have not experienced coaching. That's what I see with a lot of our clients who reach out to us and they are interested in helping their people grow and we start implementing our dream manager coaching program and and it's a life coaching program into their company and people get really resistant people are like wait what is this why are you doing this what what do you mean you want to help me grow that doesn't like what's in it for you kind of thing people get really caught off guard they're not used to being coached and so when we can explain to them hey we want to help you grow. This is for you. And when we explain, hey, an organization can only become the best version of itself to the extent that the people who are driving the organization are becoming better versions of themselves. And so, of course, we want to coach you. Of course, we want you to get better. When you get better, we all get better. When you get better, you help your team get better. Because coaching is the silver bullet to a dynamic culture. Imagine if you have that culture where everyone is coaching each other, everyone is having those uplifting conversations or even difficult conversations to get better. It's that exchange of feedback. It also allows people to really think strategically. We want our people to think strategically. So if we can coach them up and, and, and help them understand why it is that we want to coach them, we're giving them an opportunity to be more strategic in their thinking, in the way that they work. And this, what's so great about this is it helps their, their business life, their professional life, but also their personal life to be more strategic. Number six, this is probably my favorite one, ask great questions. Ask great questions. The best coaches in the world ask great questions. They ask questions that completely make you think. They make you rethink. They inspire other ideas in your mind that you never would have come to otherwise. They ask great questions. A a coach isn't always supposed to just tell you what to do. There's a big difference between a coach and a consultant. A coach asks great questions so that you can work through some of these issues. You can come up with the solution to some of your challenges. And so that's why I love with my, my, with my team, we, we geek out on the best questions. And so if, if anyone has a session and they ask a question that really did something really remarkable uh, to kind of shift the mindset of, of someone that they're, that they're coaching, We love, we keep a list of all those questions. And you know what? It's always the simplest questions. It's always the simplest questions. One of my favorite questions to ask, especially uh, in coaching people is, what's the real challenge here for you? What's the real challenge here for you? 
because we can get so caught up in like, oh, it's challenging. I can't, I can't finish this project or this person is really frustrating or whatever it is, but what's the, we got to get to the root of the problem. And a lot of times we're, we're just, we're circling around the problem, but let's just get right to the root of it. So great coaches ask great questions. Number seven, be a great listener. Be a great listener. Most people only listen to about 25% efficiency. And that, that 75%, you know, we're thinking about what we're going to say next, or we're thinking about what we're going to have for dinner later on. People need to, we need to get better at listening. And, and what that listening means is not only what that person is saying, but it's what that person isn't saying. And the only way for us to decipher what that person isn't saying is if we're li- deeply, truly listening, really listening to what the, to why someone's upset, to why someone can't do the work that we expect them to do. And even just like we talked about getting to know our people, getting to know our people and how they work, uncovering their thought process. So be a great listener. Number eight, invite feedback. Great coaches love coaching. They also love being coached. Don't be afraid to ask for for feedback. How can I do a better job leading you? You know, we do um, quarterly reviews and we encourage, we, we encourage companies to do quarterly reviews. And I know some people think, oh my gosh, that's a lot. It's, that's every quarter. That's a lot of reviews. We just want one. And some don't even do one a year. And one of the, and we ask very simple questions on the review. It's, it's only about four questions. And one of the questions is, you know, how, what do you need from your leader? What do you need from your leader? How can your leader be better? And we don't ask that just for the sake of asking it, we truly want feedback because great coaches love being coached. They love feedback. Number nine, encourage people. Encourage people. So often people leave organizations because of their manager, because of their manager. And, and, And so often they're leaving because they don't feel appreciated. They're not getting acknowledged at all. And so when we coach, yes, of course, we want to help people grow. We want to coach them up from the things that maybe they're not doing so well. But when they're doing great work, let them know. How easy is it for us to let people know that they're doing great work? It's an email. It's a, you don't even have to give the gift card, but like it's a gift card here and there. It's an email. It's just telling someone. It's so simple. And yet, and yet we often overlook it. And this is where understanding your people is so important too, because the way that you encourage your people is different. It looks very different to some than others. So get to know your people and encourage them the way that they need to be encouraged and supported. And number 10, this is a gift. Remind your people that it's a gift. Coaching is a gift that you get to give them because when you're helping your people grow, when you're helping them become a better leader, they can take all of those skills and apply that in their life, apply that in their personal life, apply that in their relationships. Oh my gosh. And, and what's so cool is they can, now they're, they're, they're spreading that coaching culture. 
they're spreading that cold sheet culture wherever they go. The best organizations in the world, you feel it when you go in there because you know that they're all working together and you can feel that coaching culture. You can feel that coaching environment. And it's so exciting. It's exciting to be part of that kind of a team. So the 10 tips to becoming a great coaching leader. Number one, be honest. Number two, prioritize coaching. Three, connect with people. Four, prepare. Five, explain the what and why of coaching. Six, ask great questions. Seven, be a great listener. Eight, invite feedback. Nine, encourage people. And 10, this is a gift. Coaching is absolutely a gift. So we have about five minutes left. I would love to hear if anyone has anything they want to add or if there was one particular tip that really resonated with you most in when it comes to leadership and becoming a great coaching leader. So if anyone wants to share that's on the stage, I would love for you to flash your mic or just open your mic and say your name and um, would love to hear some feedback if anyone would like to share. Ella, I see your mic flashing. Hi there. Thank you so much, Kate. Really, really enjoyed your segment. It reminded me of um, Anthony Robbins, although he doesn't call himself a coach. He calls himself a life strategist. And uh, out of all the points that you highlighted as number six, because I love this quote of his, he says, the quality of your life is a direct reflection of the quality of the questions you are asking yourself. And that was from Awaken the Giant Within, one of the very first books I read on personal development. And in, in fact, I, I, I would put it hand on heart to say that he has single-handedly lit the coaching scene, definitely in this country, I'm not so sure about in, in America. But yeah, there's been a growth of coaches over the last what, 10, 15 years or so. And yeah, I do believe that asking great questions is the most powerful tool that you can possibly have as a coach and indeed as a leader if you're interested in innovation and, and creativity the people that you lead or you work with then it's absolutely crucial so yeah I really really love that segment and I think one of the reasons that probably people may not ask a great questions is that they Maybe they just don't know how to listen sometimes. And I think you're so right. Listening is a huge part of the conversation that's happening. And so for some people, asking questions is quite easy. If they're naturally inquisitive, if they have uh, like high emotional intelligence, and they can read people, they can intuitively see what might be on their mind, on their heart, so to speak. But yeah, I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. This is Ella, and I am complete. Thank you, Ella. Thank you. That's awesome. And um, I appreciate you being here. and glad you got something out of it. All right. Is, and does anyone else want to share what was one takeaway from 10 tips? Oh, is that Monica? It's Mary. Oh, sorry. Oh, good morning. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were blinking. This is Monica in the Turquoise Circle. Loved this session, Kate. And I would like to know, if I may, I would like to trade questions. And what I mean is number six was is very, very important around being a great coach is around asking good questions. I'd like to trade you one of my favorite questions for another one of yours. How do you feel about that? 
<laughs> Go for it. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite questions to ask my clients is, actually it's a two-part question, it is what is that limiting belief protecting you from? And then another favorite question of mine is, is that really true? Whatever it might be we're discussing, is that really true? Is there evidence of that or is it something you've made up? Those are so amazing open-ended questions that really lead people down their own path of discovery. So, bam, back at you. What's one of yours? Oh, Monica, first of all, I love those questions. And you know what? It kind of sparks an idea. I'm like, that would be a really cool room to do if everyone just got up on stage and shared a great question that they asked people because when change – if you want to change your life, ask different questions. So uh, I love those, Monica. So thank you so much for sharing. You know what question I love? Again, it's very simple. What do you want? What do you want? You know, we talk. You know, that's a great question. You know what I want is to run that room with you that you just suggested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You put it out there. You put it out there. Um, yeah, it's it's always we 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 live in a world that really does. Um, we value complexity for some reason. We it's like that shiny object, but we really want simplicity. We want simplicity, and so just simply asking that question, "What do you want?" Right? Like when we when it comes when we come down to it, we're, we're trying to figure out, "Oh, what strategy? What should we do? Where should we go? What, what should we, where should we take the business?" What do you want? And that usually gives us so much clarity where otherwise it wouldn't be. So um, thank you for those questions, Monica. I hope people wrote those down because it's always incredible to, um, to be able to share great questions with people. And ask these questions of your team. Ask these questions of your family and your friends and, and the people in your life that you really care about. Um, and so I hope that everybody got something out of today in these 10 steps to becoming a coaching leader. Um, and of course, if, if anyone is wondering, hey, you know, I wonder what the culture is in my organization, or I would love to, to know uh, maybe what my culture score is. We actually have a really great free culture assessment where it's a short little quiz and you get back a report and it shares with you uh, what your culture score is, it's like on a scale of one to 10. So if you wanna get that, you can go to floydconsulting.com slash culture and take that test and it's also, or take that assessment, it's really fun to take it personally, but then also share it with your team and see if you guys get similar results or if you don't get the same results and and um, and then you can see how you can uh, really impact, uh, do some things and, and implement some of the strategies that you'll get in the report to really change the dynamic and change the culture in your organization. So I hope that you, that you got something out of it. If anybody did today, please send me a message. I always love hearing from you and letting me know what was your one takeaway from the session. And and I'm going to do a quick reset of the room. You're in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, and we're here bringing you motivation, education, and inspiration starting at 5 a.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. on Saturday, and Club 111, our worship service on Sunday. And there's no other place where you can go to find over 80 thought leaders across industries and backgrounds that are coming together to pour into you, to help you grow, to help you succeed. And we're so grateful that you all come into this room and support us and, and you're here to share and grow. And we would love for you to help us spread this message. Glenn Lundy is on a mission and we're all here for it. 
And so we are so grateful that you're here and we would love for you to share some of these sessions and segments out with other people, especially those that might not be on Clubhouse. So you can go to breakfastwithchampions.live, grab the link uh, to our podcast so you can subscribe and then also pick one of your favorite episodes and share it out to someone. Share it to someone who really needs to hear one of these messages so they can get involved not only with that message, but involved with the whole Breakfast of Champions community because we want to help this grow. We want to help every single person have a much better, more fulfilling life. And that's what we're here for. So I am going to thank you all for joining my session. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.